wrote a little something on narcissistic abuse, and this is my first-hand account and experience. And oh yeah, it's Yogi Girl T. Teta Alesta. T-E-T-E-L-E-S-T-A-I. I love this word. Found it one day. It's a Greek word that means it is finished. Um, or so, and so it is. You know, that's what I say after I say things three times. By Tiffany Sutamir. Teta Lesta. It is finished by Tiffany Sutamir. He is a child. He fancies a woman, however. He's very intimidated by her. So rather than voicing his feelings and concerns, he reacts from a place of no, unknowing and insecurity. He shuts out outside knowledge and overshares unnecessarily and about irrelevant, non-conflict resolving or beneficial, seemingly narcissistic, gaslighting, condescending, delusional bullshit. And then, because I'm just one giant feelings box, I have compassion for him. And because I am having knowledge of all of these underlying possibilities or I possess knowledge of all these underlying possibilities, I'll give him some grace. I give him grace. Grace. In an effort to make this horse I led to water, drink. Drink, horse drink before I drown you in knowledge drink although you can lead them there can't make them drink <laughs> I go from possessing a zero to more than normal amounts of patience in an effort to not to not have him feel abandoned the same way that I have for so very long and here's a spoiler alert just in case you didn't notice the pattern or how difficult letting go of something familiar is for me which quite possibly could be because of my own codependency, mental health issues, etc. Oddly enough, abuse, because it is so familiar, is more comfortable than safe changes in truth. I possess all the knowledge, tools, resources, independence, maturity, and ability to stand on my own, yet I feel like my emotions are spinning out of my life. Spinning or I feel like my emotions are spinning my life out of control yet again. With time and grief comes healing and wisdom. Listen to your heart, because that's where God is. He's telling you that he never calls you bad names. He never belittles you. No excuses, he says to me as he continues saying, I was persecuted. I never lied. I never stole or ignored anyone needing me. I offered compassion and was and am close to the sick and brokenhearted. Well, I may not listen to my own advice, but experience has taught me this. It is now my fault. It brought me to ponder a quote whose author I'm unsure at this point, but it says, shame on me once, shame on you. Shame on me twice and shame on me. Now I feel like a little teapot and I'm steaming hot, though understandably. This anger is not something a court will understand, nor will children if I were to become unable to show the same self-control I try to teach him and her. At some point, discernment and logic are kicking in. Listen to your heart as you are calling for you. I know you're singing what I, I too am singing. Listen to your heart. It isn't love. You are hurting that the truth is he is not who you thought he was. You're saddened that you couldn't help prevent his future hard times intended to propel him to maturity. You also forced yourself to endure. God says to you, you were never intended to suffer. I am pulling you both apart as I did the sea. He cannot go where you're going because he is undeserving of the blessings that await you. Stop gripping and let go. Vengeance is mine. This is not love. You are in love with your ego, with being in love. My stepmom tried to prevent my own pain years past with this insight. Yet much like him, I had to learn the hard way just what she meant. 
You are in love with whom you want him to be, with the idea of him, not him. Rachel Tomier. Listening to, is not something that comes easy for me to do. Detachment, running my mouth and from my problems are more my cup of tea. Self-study and accepting that I have been the problem more so than not, and sitting with the uncomfortable feelings until they no longer hurt as much, was anything but easy. I do not, I do know that I did not ever sit alone. God never leaves, and when the tears fell, I felt him there, and I reached for his garment, wiping my tears and washing his feet with the moist fabric as a gesture of my love and gratitude. I am awakened. I am focused and committed like never before. And suddenly, I'm listening to my heart as it is calling for me. And suddenly, you love who you have become because there's nothing else you can do. It was the only way. You never know the exact road as it is much like a gravel road or a muddy path you must forge through along your way. The journey itself is written in pencil. Oh, but you know your purpose? It's been known. It was written in ink. <laughs>